Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Living Podcast. I'm Keith Anderson, the founder of Work Living. And with me this evening is my co-host, Kat Davis. Kat, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, and tonight's topic, we had a discussion beforehand, like we you know, did a little prep session, if you will. And uh, the topic tonight is, is responsibilities. And that's a huge topic in terms of mental health awareness, okay, and mental health challenges. And a number of levels, okay, and I think we'll have some time this, this evening to, to run through them, okay, and to share some of our personal, deeply personal, if, if I can say, um, 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 journey, okay, um, I know Kat has some, some, so do I, and a lot of related responsibilities, and, 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 and we'll see where we go, okay, so Kat, what are your thoughts on responsibility? Um, responsibility is honestly something that I really struggled with and was really paramount in my recovery following my diagnosis. Um, So I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I was 19. 19 is a weird age because it's like, what are you responsible for? You're responsible for yourself, but your parents are still paying for you. Um, You started delving into relationships, but you're not really expecting to find the one. Um, It's still kind of like child's play. So, um, but that doesn't make it different in the mind of a 19 year old, because I mean, you're the oldest that you've ever been. You're in college. You feel like you're living in your own space. Even if your parents are paying for it, you're still living there separate from them. Um, You're not a freshman anymore. You feel like you've kind of figured it out. I was in a relationship and at that time it seemed like so important. Well, actually I recently ended a relationship and the breakup seemed so important um, and crazy And just like, that was the thing that was going to define my life at the time. Sure. Which obviously it hasn't. I'm four years out and perfectly fine. (laughs) But at the time, it was like, this relationship is everything to me. Um, Sure. And responsibility. Well, I felt like I was 100% to blame. I was the one with the mental illness. I was the one who had dropped out of school. I was the one who was put into one mental hospital, two mental hospitals. I was the one paying for medication and therapy um, twice a week after I was out of the hospitals two months later. It felt like it was all me. And I felt so guilty and so shameful of the way I'd acted and the way I spoke and everything. The relationship ending, it just felt like it was all on me. Sure. C- completely understand. Okay. Um, um, at that age, at any age, okay, you know, our, our partners and, and, and friends and, and family and such, I mean, those relationships are, are so important. They're critical. Yes, they, absolutely. They, they make up sort of who we are, okay, and, and how we feel and what, how we behave and what we do, with, do, do in our daily lives, okay? Now, I, I was much older, okay, when, when my depression set in. Okay, and it was in my late thirties. Okay, that really became this this huge you know, turmoil and angst within, within my mind. Okay, depression, anxiety, and such. Um, and I was in a relationship, um, a new one that just started. Okay, in the um, um, in I'd say February of of, of the year two thousand, and um, an incredible woman. Okay. Um, I cut off relationships, okay, um, friends and such, and she she was one that, that I that I cut off, 
Okay. And, and you know, people often ask me, well, well if, if she was, you know, if she was the one and looking back at my life, she was the one. Okay. I've been pretty much single ever since. And, you know, why, why could you not be with her if she was so special to you? Okay. But I, I, I wasn't worthy. She was, she was special. I was not. She was this, this phenomenal force. Okay. Uh, when she entered her room, like she just stole the room, you know, I did not at work. I did. Okay. But in my personal life, no, it was, it was diminishing. Okay. And my role within myself was diminishing as depression, you know, took hold even more so. And, you know, it, it, was, it was, it's almost tragic. Okay. That, that, that we did not, you know, that, that I'm still in a place where I think about it. Okay. And I look back and say, you know, you know, there's still times and moments when I think, you know, I, I, I blew that. Okay. It was so wrong. Okay. You know, how I behaved and, and how I uh, you know, thought of things and how I hid away and such. Okay. But there was a sort of, you know, re redemption, I guess, to some extent, if you want to use that, that term, I want to use that term, I guess. Um, about two years after my mental breakdown, and she and I sort of re remained in contact, you know, off and on at that time. Okay. And she said, can we get together? And I said, sure. Okay. So we met at a, at a Starbucks, of course. Um, and I was in the parking lot waiting for her. I arrived early and she pulled up. Okay. Um, I knew it was her coming. Okay. I could just tell by the car that this is her. Um, and, uh, we went in. Okay. And, uh, first thing I did, um, as I got emotional was at the table with her, you know, in front of me was apologize uh, for my behavior, for how I treated her and such. Okay. And she says, no, okay. Don't, no, don't apologize. There's no need to. Okay. It was your, your, your depression, wasn't it? And she had read an article that I'd written. Okay. About my journey. Okay. Um, so she had an idea, it was some background there and she, you know, was around at the time of, of my breakdown. So she understood some of the background and, you know, she accepted the fact that I had depression. Now I'm not using my depression as, as a full excuse. Not, not at all. Okay. Um, but it, 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 it was a factor in, in our relationship, you know, but for her to sort of acknowledge and accept, you know, you're a good person, Keith, you know, things went, went astray. Okay. And, and, and depression and, and your anxiety were, you know, you know, they were part of the reason. So it, it gave me this level of, 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 of not comfort. Okay. But just sort of acceptance within myself that this occurred. Okay. So it, it's, you know, and at the time I took responsibility for the whole thing. Okay. It was all my fault. I messed up. I did this. And there are still moments all these years later that that still kicks in. Okay. And I look back and say, you know, man, I blew it. Okay. But I can rationalize a little bit better now than I did back then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to leave the ending to my story up for imagination for the moment. Um, <laughs> okay. But I think a good um, part in the middle of this conversation is to talk about how you got that redemption, you got the validation, you got to hear her say, don't be sorry. But for so many people, and for myself included, 
we don't get that validation mm. from sure. someone else. Yeah. And finding it within yourself. Yeah. Finding that closure within yourself. Yeah. It's so hard, but it is so key to taking responsibility, saying, I did X, Y, and Z. Those things mm. were me. those things sometimes it's really hard for me to distinguish what was me and what was my disorder um i have bipolar disorder it seems like it takes over my entire being i always say i have or i am bipolar which um people try to tell me oh don't say that like you're not your whole mental illness but for Mm -hmm. me i am my whole mental illness they don't tell me i'm gonna get stable they say you're gonna have mood swings we're just trying to minimize them we're making sure. your highs less high and your lows less slow. But since yes. I've been diagnosed, I've, I have not felt stability. I haven't felt like what I imagine a normal person feels. I'm always a little high and hypomanic or I'm always a little low and depressed. And that's just, sure. that is my normal. But yeah. it, that makes it really hard to think, figure out what's me and what's not. Uh, what's What's my disability and what's not. But... I just had to scrap that all together and say, well, these are the things that I did, write them down. These are the things that I did. And I will take responsibility for that. Not placing blame on the other person. Mm -hmm. The reasons they acted like how they did could be for a myriad of reasons. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in the place to decide why they did something they did. Um, You never know what the other person's going through, but I had to do that and I write and I write. So I wrote that stuff down and I had to find closure within myself because I, that guy was never talking to me again. Like I had ruined it 10 times over. He hated me. Um, It was a a doomed relationship. So if that ever happens and for so many people with mental illness, that's how relationships end up. You push people away. Yeah. Um, it's hard for people to handle mental illness, whether or not they deal with it. It's mm-hmm. hard for someone who's never understood it to deal with it. It's hard for someone who's going through the midst of it to handle someone else's on top of their own. Definitely. Yeah. It's a sticky situation. Yeah. yeah. So I found that closure within myself. It was really, really hard, but I found it and I moved on. Good. Um, dated a couple of other people and actually... Um, this past fall, so fall of 2019, three years after I broke up with this guy, um, there was like a reunion at my school, had not thought about him, was so happy in my current relationship, like had moved on completely, given myself that closure. He comes up to me and I'm like, why are you coming up to me? (laughs) Like, I'm like nervous. On the defense. I'm like, I'm just trying to have a nice like mm-hmm. weekend with my friends. We're all back at school. He comes up to me. He says, hi. And then he hugs me. And I'm like, I haven't touched you in years. <laughs> like, this is so strange. Sure. And he just goes into this, like, tangent after, like, the few niceties. How are you? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. What are you doing after school? Just starts spewing off and just says, he just says, is so sorry for how he acted. He just didn't know how to react. He was so young. We were 19. Sure. He was so yeah. young. He didn't know what he was doing. Didn't say a single thing about me. Didn't say, like, I, I, um, hmm. I accept your apology. Like, I didn't, I, I was not, it, I was not the one on, um, 
on the stand. It was him, and he wow. was apologizing. Mm. He was stating specific things that he was apologizing for. And you could tell, like, I could tell that he mm. clearly felt very bad and been, had been holding okay. these demons for longer than I had. Yeah, there you go. And I, yes. I yes. thought the whole time it was all on me, and yeah, he was enough. fine and moving on with his perfect, happy life. Yeah. And he really, he just spewed it. And I felt myself feeling sorry for him. Sure. Which yeah. was a shock because I was like, I always felt bad for me. Like, <laughs> I was the one who got dumped. Like, I was the one who had to go to therapy and drop out yeah. of school and blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought that he was perfectly fine mm-hmm. and just was just not the person that I dated. I just assumed that he was just worse than that and honestly one-dimensional and like or two-dimensional mm, sure. and he wasn't he was a person too and you yep. could tell he was holding it for a really long time and yeah. like i had found that closure for himself for myself but yes. he clearly hadn't and yep. i'm glad that it made himself feel better that he was able to confront me and like see that i wasn't mad at him i didn't hate him anymore i yes. wasn't gonna burst into tears around him like it really didn't affect me that much mm-hmm. but you could tell how much it meant to him yeah um yeah so that was crazy that and is... i'm so glad i'd gotten to a spot where i wasn't expecting it or wanting it or needing mm-hmm. it because it just made it that much better to realize wow this is where i am three yeah. years later yep yeah. you know and, and he needed your acceptance yeah standing as opposed to the other way around okay? how how the tables have turned exactly. yeah it must be like shocking okay to experience that Okay. My, see, my seeing him be emotional and upset yeah. and apologizing yeah. and me be calm, cool, and let, uh, collected, it was an alternate universe. <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, we never know. And you mentioned this earlier, I think. You never know what, what is, is happening within the other person. Yep. Okay. You know, um, like this person that I mentioned. Okay. And I'll, I'll you know, I can discuss her at length because she has said okay to do so. Okay, because I mentioned her it, when, when I speak because all of us have had relationships. Yes, that, that have been wonderful and good and terrible and ugly and difficult, awkward. So you know, it's a way, a good way for people to connect. Okay, with with, with this kind of a you know uh, a, a, of a discussion. Okay, um, and one thing that I learned early on in a relationship. Okay, actually our, our first date. Okay, we went to Las Vegas for our first date. Okay, it's friends, but, you know, there's more, you know. Um, um, and Friends, two friends going to Las Vegas together. <laughs> okay, Keith. <laughs> well, I don't know if I've said this on here before or not, okay, because I do discuss her at, you know, at length sometimes, okay. Um, yeah, you know, we had met before Christmas of one year, okay, short for a client of mine. Um, I was with somebody, so was she. I would go see my client a bit more often after I met her, okay, more <laughs> than I used to. Uh, in the new year, I was single. Uh, I don't know if she was or not. I did not really care, so I just went for it, okay. Uh, you know, I wanted to meet this person, get her know her better, and so on. So, And we, we decided to get away, so we went to Las Vegas, okay, so... Yeah, to, to be, you know, this light, fun weekend, right? Okay, the roller coaster, gambling, some shows, okay, this kind of stuff. The first morning there, she said, I want to talk with you. So I said, sure. So we sit down, we talk. And she says to me, 
I want to tell you something about myself that's, that's quite personal. And I said, okay. She said, I have depression. What a twist. Exactly. Okay. And I'm in the midst of my own depression and not, and not realizing that I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. We discuss it. Okay. You know, to some extent, of course. Okay. And I say, look, you know, you know, I like you obviously a lot. Okay. You know, um, just quickly, it's a, it's, it's a lot. And I said, I want to get to know you more. Okay. I want to spend time with you. I accept people as they are. I don't judge. I don't criticize. You know, you are who you are and, and let's go forward. Okay. And we did. So she is, is, you know, that's part of who she is, her own depression. And I'm, I, I, you know, I'm unraveling as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, a, a very difficult, difficult time. Okay? Yes. But your point earlier, okay. And, you know, and, 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 you know, that it, you know, how do we accept the situation within ourselves? That's more important than what other people think of us. Okay. But when I met her, like I've said, okay. And, and she said, don't, no need to apologize. It kind of opened the door for me within myself to kind of say, okay, I'm, yeah, you know, um, I can accept what I did and how I behaved, okay, and how I hid away and and, and cancel trips with her and so on, like, you know, those kinds of things, okay, because I just couldn't go, couldn't do things together. So it kind of gave me that, not a right to do so, but it kind of gave me that option, if you will, okay, that, you know, she's okay with it, so I should be okay with it as well. Yes. She was my big concern, of course, okay, and how she was doing and such. Um, yeah, you know, um, so yeah, so it, it's, 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 it's the sense of guilt that you mentioned when we did our prep, okay, mm-hmm. um, um, versus responsibility and how they, they go together, how they don't. Um, um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, um, and I kind I of think... learned, sorry, go ahead. Yep. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm going to have some water here. Go ahead. I'm trying to think about it. And honestly, I think um, the biggest difference between guilt and responsibility is your ab- ability to acknowledge it and then let it go. Yep. With both, yep. you're acknowledging your part. Exactly. But with guilt, you're holding on to it and you're letting it hold yep. on to you. Yep. With responsibility, you acknowledge it. Yep. You make amends within yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need the other person. You don't need closure. Closure is some BS. Anyone who's telling you you need closure from that boyfriend or that girlfriend, yeah. don't listen to him. No, you need closure I'm, I'm within you yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, we were very lucky. You were lucky because you got that closure when you were most thinking about it. I just happened upon it. <laughs> really? Yeah. For better yeah. or for worse, whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but, but for better, um, I'd say. Sure. Closure yeah. within yourself. That's it. Yeah. You're your own best friend. Like, if you've got to do it for yourself, but then responsibility is also letting it go because it no longer serves you. That's yep. your responsibility to yourself. Yeah, you're spot on, Kat. Okay, I agree completely. I'm with you right there. Okay, and I think that's a good way to wrap up. Okay, you know, you are your own best friend. Yeah. Okay, and appreciate who you are. And hey, we're still here. Absolutely. Right. So, um, so Kat, thanks again. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, always. Okay. And if anybody wants to reach out to Word Living, let us know. Okay. We're on social media, like everywhere. Okay. Easy to find. Okay. Exactly. So, so please check in. Okay. Um, and yeah, and be safe out there. Okay. Yep. Great Bye, stuff. everyone. Thanks, everybody.